0: What can I do for you, Rod? You just tell me what can I do for you.
1: It's a very personal, very important thing. Are you ready, Jerry? I'm ready. want to make sure you ready, brother. Here it is. Show me the money. Oh, Hey! Hey! no! Jerry!
0: Does that make you feel good
1: just to say that? Say it with me one time, Jerry. Show you the money.
0: Oh no no, you think you better than that, Jerry? I want you to say what you with meaning, brother! Show me the money! Show me the money! Oh, he
1: fumbles the ball. all things NFL. Now here's your hosts,
0: Woot and Y. Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of the Moneyball Podcast, NFL DFS. I am Josh Y. I'm joined by my mate, Josh Woot. How are you going, buddy? All ready for another week? How did you go last week? Uh... Next question. Next question. I did okay last week. I uh, did a stack of Ryan Tennehill and Jarvis Landry, that which helped me in a lot of leagues. What stopped me from winning were a couple of players that I put in didn't end up playing Antonio Gates, who we mentioned on the pod, Delaney Walker as well. And then Willie Sneed, unfortunately, got ruled out as well, and that's on a Monday, so you can't really do much about that. But some other players that we mentioned last week that we did hit on, uh, Christian Michael did... Pr- Did very, very well. Cole Beasley didn't score a touchdown, even though I guaranteed it. Stopped at the one. Harsh. I thought it was a touchdown. And Jordan Reed was another one that uh, played quite well, and I think his price isn't too bad this week, but we'll get to that later on. Just some uh, lowdowns for what's going on from our friends at Moneyball in terms of week four. Basically, they've bumped up every prize pool this week, starting with the $3,000 Hail Mary and $10,000 Sunday Blitz. This week's Sunday Blitz will start at 4am and does not include the Colts and Jaguars clash at 12.30, which is in London. So just bear that in mind. They've also got a $20,000 GPP for the AFL Grand Final and a $15,000 GPP for the NRL Grand Final for all you Australian sports fans out there. And then the NFL uh, $2,500 Sunday Blitz champion for $150 top 10 win. This week, there's all sorts of guaranteed prize pools for all games: Dolphins, Bengals, the London game, Colts, Jags, and also just for you know the small-time punters, there's a dollar Hail Mary blast and a dollar Sunday Blitz blast with $250 guaranteed in both of those.
1: Little... Don't call me a little, Don't call me yeah.
0: I play the dollar leagues; they're fun. They're the, best um, I, they're the best lineups that I really feel around with and get really creative. And now that the prices have changed. Things are a lot more difficult. So this is where things start to get a little bit interesting. And I think from memory last year, this is when we started to thrive, buddy. So uh, ka-ching, ka-ching, ka-ching. let's get straight into it. Quarterback position. Who is a start for you this week? Bearing in mind some big price changes. All right. Some huge price changes. I know he let us
1: down last week. Yep. I'm doubling down. Who are you doubling down on? My man, Philip Rivers. Wow, doubling down. <laughs> He's got a juicier um, opponent this week in New
0: Orleans. And we just saw what Matt Ryan did against them. Yes. So I think
1: Philip will
0: have a day. Okay, interesting. I am, and this could be a contrarian pick, but I really like Trevor Simeon this week. It's $6,400 after his huge performance last week. He really showed that he can, you know, gunsling it. And, and the, uh, the Cincinnati Bengals' defense is a lot better than Tampa Bay's defense. We just saw Case Keenum put up 30-odd points against his Tampa Bay defense. So I think Simeon... At $6,400, $2,000 cheaper than Phil Rivers. I know that's a dreamboat of a uh, matchup against New Orleans, especially for the gunslinger that is Rivers. But I really like Trevor Simeon this week as a start. Who's your contrarian player? My or, contrarian? Nor did I steal that one?
1: Yeah, we'll see. Um, contrarian. Let's go Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins had a little bit of a rough time recently, so I think people might be down on him. You like that? And when you when you compare him against the rest of them, there's there's quite some pricey names above him. So at eight thousand seven hundred, you can still get him um, cheaper than the likes of Winston and Carr and stuff who have
0: um, good matchup to Cleveland. Yeah, exactly. Like Ryan Tannehill, despite the early struggles, ended up scoring twenty odd points and uh, did did pretty well last week.
1: Yep, and I mean he's got far more weapons than what Tannehill does. So exactly,
0: especially more downfield threats and too. a run game. Some <laughs> resemblance <laughs> some of points. a run game. <laughs> All right, uh, mine, I like Joe Flacco's matchup against Oakland this week. I know their defense bounced back a little bit uh, last week, but I think uh, Joe Flacco, um, he's a, hes the ultimate contrarian because he's not flashy at all, very dull, uh, very mundane quarterback, but uh, not elite still, but uh, that's why he's a contrarian play. Oakland's defense, still a concern moving forward. I just don't think the Tennessee Titans really... I think the game plan from Mike Malarkey was really wrong last week. They really should have attacked down the field, and they didn't. At one point, I think it was at halftime that titans wide receivers had three catches for 28 yards it was just not a good game plan and i think john harbour will be a little bit different be a bit more aggressive and i think that game could have a lot of points in it so i'm going joe joe flacco uh who are you avoiding at the quarterback position uh avoiding
1: is a bit of a difficult one this week because the prices have rise so it seems that you know there's a lot of players that i would avoid because of just their price point but Mm. um even though you may think that you know, LA is not the best team, I think rolling out Carson Palmer against LA is not a wise idea, mm. especially the way he's been playing, and I might steal another pick of yours if you like it, but going up against Seattle, Ryan Fitzpatrick, this won't be his bounce yeah, back week, uh, even
0: though he's cheaper. Yeah, he's not high on my list here. A couple of names jump out at me this week. Uh, Look, Blake Bortles might entice a few people going up against the Colts' defense, but the Colts' defense got Vontae Davis back last week, Clayton Gevers, and Henry Anderson. So the defense is a lot better than we expected, even though it's still average, very average. Um, They actually finally have some playmakers because they're not playing their 11th and 12th defensive backs. They're actually playing a a potential all-pro in in Vontae Davis there, but... uh, Blake Bortles is not playing well at all this season, and until you can see some sort of trust in him, even though he still put up decent points, I'm just not at his price nine thousand three hundred. No thank you. And then Russell Wilson, questionable with that ankle injury, playing against the Jet defense anyway. I'm not. I'm not, even though like Kansas City stomped them last week, it wasn't a high scoring affair from them. It was just a complete implosion from Ryan Fitzpatrick. All right, let's move on to the running back position, and yeah, the price rises are humongous for some. And it makes it very difficult to find, and a lot of uh, situations have carved themselves out. You look at Seattle in Thomas Rawls now being out, so you know Christian Michael's going to be the guy, but he's put up some good points, so his price has risen a little bit. But he's got a tough matchup against the Jets. So trying to find that right player is tough. Who who do you like this week? I'm going to be honest, not many people.
1: <laughs> not many people at all. Um, who's going up against New Orleans? Melvin, Melvin Gordon, who Melvin Gordon who struggled who last week, struggled Thanks last to week to Henry Anderson. My boy, I
0: love Henry Anderson. <laughs> but
1: um, yeah, New Orleans—they just showed you. Um, sorry, Atlanta Falcons just showed you that they could have two successful fantasy running backs against this New Orleans, New Orleans defensive line and defense in general, both receiving and rushing. I don't think. You know, New Orleans stands a chance again this weekend. Melvin, a uh, Melvin Gordon, who is just the pretty much the focal point in the in the ground game. Devin McCluster isn't doing enough. Melvin Gordon's the
0: man. He is. Uh, he is the man. It, I feel like this is this is the week to start Le'Veon Bell. I know. It, he, oh wow, going down the line Josh. Le'Veon Bell, but I feel like. All the talk from Tomlin this week is that Le'Veon Bell's ready. Le'Veon Bell's ready, and that they really missed him out there in their passing game. Well, he has
1: to be. It's not like he's been injured. He's been no, suspected.
0: exactly. So, but there was concerns about injury. But I feel like this week you can get a lot more value at other positions, and I think you need to spend at least big on one of your running backs because of the matchups that you just said. That a lot of them, you know, you're not comfortable with some of these price rises and matchups. Like Devontae Freeman against Carolina is, is a little bit different to playing against New Orleans. So I feel like. Le'Veon Bell is the matchup against this Kansas City defense. I, I feel like he can have a big game, even though Kansas City did a pretty good job against Matt Forte, but you're not getting a Fitzpatrick explosion from Ben Roethlisberger. He probably had his worst game as a pro in a while last week against that Philly defense, and this Kansas City defense without Justin Houston is, is a, a little bit different. Um, I think Le'Veon Bell is the guy that I'll be putting into my lineups. Yeah, makes sense. Who's your contrarian play at running back this week? I just wanted to mention even though
1: Todd Gurley is priced exceptionally high and people will think going up against Arizona doesn't look enticing, mm. Sean McCoy just had himself. Oh, he had himself a day. A, a day. And we've discussed it before. Bruce Arians doesn't know what to do if they get on a roll. Mm-hmm. He's not going to stack the box. He's just going to think his defense will figure it out on their own. Yep. So if Gurley gets a, on a, a in blah, blah 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 blah. Did I up If Todd Gurley gets on a roll early, it might be you know he might have himself a day. because especially the uh, the Rams have less options, if you like, than what Buffalo did, and yep. Buffalo just ground and pounded it against them, and they
0: they came away with a win. Yep, I, I like that. Uh, a guy oh, yeah. I I uh, I like this week is Duke Johnson. I feel like he really
1: excelled. I think this is uh, if I say he'll go well on the Moneyball
0: podcast, he'll go well in my season-long fantasy. I do have Duke Johnson. A lot of shares in Duke Johnson in Scott Fishbowl, in our in our main league, but I feel like the matchup's great. And and he he and this is a half-point PPR format, and he's he scored well last week. He had a lot of running. Uh, yards on the ground and I feel like he can be a guy like he's had a slow start to the season but he's still sc- scored six and a half points seven point six and ten point six nothing to write home about but that's why his price has not increased too much so he's eleven hundred dollars cheaper than Isaiah Crowell and I feel like in a game where they're going to be down I think because Washington will you know get to a lead they'll be uh relying on Duke Johnson on third down another cheap running back that I really like is Dwayne Washington this week the Detroit running back up against Chicago didn't get used as much last week, but he's their goal line back, and I feel like uh, the matchup didn't really suit them last week. Going down really, really early to the Green Bay Packers, totally different game plan against Chicago, and he's only four thousand four hundred dollars. So if you can spend big with Gurley or Bell early, um, maybe go a little bit cheaper with with a Duke Johnson or a Dwayne Washington um, in your lineup. Yep, yep. Who's your avoid? My avoid. I don't think
1: there's many. Like good options besides the one that we've actually mentioned. Do you think there's the running backs this week? You look at them and you think, like, let's just going down the list. You see McCoy against New England, they no, will thanks. they will have a game plan against him. Um, Lamar Miller against Tennessee. There's that's something I wouldn't mind. That's there's possible there, but you know his price point. You think mm, there's better options. Forte against Seattle. No. no thanks. Ingram against San Diego. That's fine. Ingram hasn't been playing well, so I wouldn't be jumping on that. Anderson against Tampa Bay, not bad. We haven't mentioned him. That is yep. a slight contrarian play.
0: I don't think the Garrett Blount will have that much success against Buffalo. Mm. It's tough. It he he's been running the ball so well. I for me, like, the avoid is the Atlanta running backs. It's so easy to just pick them because they had a huge game against New Orleans, but against Carolina, that's a totally different totally different defensive front. Even though Vernon Butler is out. K1 Short's still there. Luke Keekly, Thomas Davis. They're players to avoid. I feel like this week. It's hard to really get a scope on whether these guys are appropriately apprised or inappropriately and priced. And plus,
1: exactly. And plus, half of the half of the backfields are committees because yep. one person's got a question mark over them, and you don't know whether or not they're going to play.
0: Yeah, I don't mind Ingram this week. I know you mentioned he's not playing well. Like he scored twenty points last week, and they were down, and still managed to you know provide a lot in the passing game for them. Yeah, he's a clear passing down back over Tim Hightower. I don't, I don't mind that we're matchup. Playing San Diego though, which is a, a Frank Gore ran the ball quite well against them. Yeah, but he's like
1: he's a reliable, consistent source where Ingram's streaky as a runner. Whoa.
0: Bit of the Saints hate from you, mate. Right. Don't like the Heisman Trophy winner. Stupid. All Stupid right. Saints. <laughs> <laughs> right, moving on to the wide. No, receiver. my avoid. Yep. Wouldn't
1: go I wouldn't go David Johnson.
0: You're avoiding David Johnson against The LA. Number
1: one running back, I would not go.
0: You're not a fan of uh, uh Arizona's matchup this week? No. No. Until we see some sort of... We mentioned that in our main podcast if you haven't heard about Arizona's uh, inconsistencies and should we be concerned long-term. So we'll wait and see how we'll to hear more about that. Listen in. Uh, all right, wide receiver position. Now, this is where you can find a lot of value because there is so many wide receivers and so many rookie wide receivers as well playing really well. Who is your, who is your start this week in terms of uh, wide receiver? Well, start hurt me last week because I really thought Julio was going to have a day. and It's weird to see Falcons team not like put up 45 points and not rely so the on whole, Julio.
1: The whole game,
0: Julio, one catch,
1: Brandon Cooks, whatever he got, he got they combined p- for 27 yards. Those two. Brandon Cooks and Julio Jones, the two number one wide receivers on both their teams, and there was, what, 70, 80 points scored? Just unbelievable scenes. It's just... <sighs> oh. <laughs> so anyway,
0: very very frustrating. I was trying to find a drop for it. I just couldn't find anything. There's just it's no just, frustration drop. There is, we don't have anything that uh, really sort of gets the uh, yeah. The I'll current, go AJ
1: Green current mood.
0: I'll go AJ Green Thursday night football. Get off to a good start. Early lead.
1: Yeah, I do like that. You'll also know there is you know there hasn't been any injury concerns come up about him, but at least that way you know that if you're spending high on someone in the early game, you know he's playing. Yep. So that's always a bonus. Yeah.
0: So I, I like that. I also like the and fact he's that... he's just getting so many targets every single week. He we got 11 targets last week, only 77 yards. But like if that's your floor, that's fine. Yeah. I'm and, happy with that.
1: And I, I, I feel if Le'Veon Bell does come back into the fold, that Antonio Brown... Might have a big day, even though he's going up against the Kansas City
0: Secondary. That did Marcus just... Peters is just on an ungodly level right now in terms of picks. Imagine that. Imagine he's the one to end up shutting down Antonio. Man, I cannot wait to watch Antonio Brown versus Marcus Peters. That is that is fun. Like, <laughs> t- uh, T.Y. Hilton versus Jason Verrett this week, that was fun. Like, And now we get to see Antonio Brown. I love Jason Verrett's hair. It's great. It's just everywhere. I love seeing Jason Verrett's hair trailing T.Y. Hilton for touchdowns. That's what I love to see. Ty Hilton must start this week I think that's where I was leading to he showed that he is an elite receiver in the NFL and you know not often talked about with these bigger names but he's a guy that constantly beats really good cornerbacks and heading to London he he's going to be a reliable a reliable uh, he's going to get a reliable stream of targets from Andrew Luck against this Jacksonville team which this I is think is home game No it's a Jacksonville home game Really? Yeah all right, cool. It's the the Jags cool. always take home I, I, game to I,
1: I wanted to say that, like, if it was an indie home game, mm. it's essentially like the Jaguars' home. Yep, yeah, it is. The it, amount it of is. fans they have
0: there—it's more than they have in America. You're welcome. And no, T. Y. Hilton is is for real, and he is—he's going to be a guy that's. Uh, that scored really well. Obviously had a, a rough day against Denver, but if you take that out, he's double digits every week. So he's a guy that I'm slotting in. And he's only 7,600, so he's, he's a lot cheaper than your bigger names despite being a guy that's going to get a lot of targets and can do it all. He's, a, he's my must start this week. Nice. Contrarian play for you, Woot? Uh contrarian, contrarian.
1: I, see, contrarian for me has gotten to the point where I still just think it's another person that you must start. Okay. It's
0: not, it's got... Gotten... Because you're starting three wide receivers, so maybe let's just make this your secondary start. My secondary starter. Maybe a, the next tier down, maybe a little bit cheaper option.
1: All right, well, how about 6,400 and we'll go with the stack with Travis Benjamin.
0: I like, I you like, like?
1: I think people will be a bit skeptical on Philip Rivers maybe burning them last week, like this guy,
0: two thumbs yep. pointing to me, <laughs> and I was uh, wondering what you're doing. Then <laughs> <laughs> I thought you're pointing to a username on Moneyball, and I'm like, no. what are you doing? Like this guy, <laughs> <laughs> TJ seven three
1: four Philip five Rivers
0: one <laughs> <laughs> no seventeen. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, no, I think
1: if that if you know if that's a connection that blossoms during that game, which has all the possibility to
0: blossom. I, I do love stacking in GPPs. I just think, like, y- you'll live and die by the sword. So it'll either pay off and you have a chance to win the whole thing or, you know, you'll finish, like, 48th. And that's fine because yeah. you want to win the whole thing or you don't want to win at all. So, yeah. you,
1: But going uh, to... Because going to individual, like, obviously you can win that way and it, you, but you need to hit on every player. You yeah. in the, Essentially, by stacking, you need to pick one game that you know will go off.
0: And I often look at the Vegas... T- win yeah. totals and that'll tell you although if you did that two weeks ago like we did you get burnt sometimes because that giants um saints game did not live up to any expectations oh, and of also whatsoever.
1: i thought the over 40 or whatever it was for kansas city um jets yep how did
0: that what, yeah. it got, didn't even get over 30 i don't know even with eight turnovers oh madness Man, last week was ridiculous absolute madness but t- yeah, but once
1: again this week, New Orleans have the highest game time.
0: Yeah, with stacking, I always just I always do like a quarterback and a wide receiver. I don't do any more than that. I think if you do too many, you're losing that target share and you, you're of capping course. yourself. Uh, my, however,
1: my, if you put both Atlanta running backs in last week, week you would have been fine. <laughs> uh,
0: my is Marvin Jones. I think he's still at seven thousand one hundred. It's uh, it's a really good price, and uh, he's he's only like seven hundred dollars dearer than Golden Tate, despite just absolutely burning him at every level and being the number one now for Matthew Stafford. And the Bears just lost Kyle Fuller, and they gave up big points to Des Bryant last week. So I think all arrows are pointing to Marvin Jones being in your lineup. I've played him every single week, except for last week, obviously, where he had his big, huge day. So I'm not <laughs> the, not getting burnt by Marvin Jones again. So I like him at 7,100. Talking about like contrarian players, you look at Mike Evans' price, and you see him going up against Denver. It does scare people a lot, but I feel like Evans is that good of a receiver that he can still have himself a day. Who, else, who else has had that good of a uh, game against Denver yet? Against uh, Kelvin Benjamin, very similar type player to Mike Evans in terms of his frame and his ability. And he's just, when, I don't know, I just feel like not many people will, will everyone will look at Mike Evans at Denver and avoid. And I think he can be your ultimate contrarian and your, you know, your high point player, your chip. All right. a centerpiece this week. You yeah. got another wide receiver for us?
1: I, I do. I like uh, Crowder. Crowder, who's become an absolute target monster. He uh is going up against the the Cleveland team that we've already mentioned. But he's, the amount of targets that he's been getting has
0: been insane. And, I mean,
1: he's been getting...
0: He's Which is quite baffling because of their, like, amount of weapons that so, they have.
1: Yeah, so they have... You know, Garcon's been a staple in the offense for forever. You've got Deshaun Jackson, who's been there forever. Then you've also got... Doxon, who they drafted, who had such high expectations for.
0: Yeah, he's been struggling with a bit of an ankle injury, so they've been easing him back into action.
1: Yeah, but then for for Crowder, for at 5'8", that's just cash money. Yep. Nearly the same um, price as Cole Beasley,
0: though. So yep. By the way, on, on Mike Evans, he had a, t- a, a tough, and I say tough in inverted commas, in Week 2 against Patrick Peterson and still managed to put up a good fantasy points. And he ranks first in target yards by 100-plus Second in targets in the NFL by thirty-seven, second in end zone targets in five, and second in PPR points. So he's he's having himself a year right now, and I don't think the matchup matters for Mike Evans. I think Jameis and him are locked on and could have a good season. In terms of an avoid at quarterback, it's you look across. I've got, I've got. You've got one.
1: All New York Giants wide receivers going up against Minnesota. <laughs> Your ROI or return on investment will not be there.
0: Mine is Des Bryant because purely I'm not sure about his knee and don't put him in No, stop. Des Bryant getting way
1: too much praise for his performances. What's he been doing? Scoring touchdowns. He score, one, got... score one last week. scored one last week. He got 100
0: got... yards a week before.
1: See, and we thought he was going to like replicate that and the only way he redeemed himself in the last game was by scoring that touchdown. Yeah. Look, he's
0: he's got an injury concern if you want to risk it in your lineup cuz it the matchup's favorable at San Fran, that's fine but I don't want to put him in my lineup and then he's ruled out. So he's a, I never want him in my He's lineup. a guy I'm avoiding. Ooh. Eric Decker is a guy that I love playing in in matchups, but against Seattle this week, I'm really concerned about Ryan Fitzpatrick and his confidence. I'm just avoiding the Jets offense this week.
1: I think I'll just avoid him for a little
0: while until we see the Fitzmagic again. Until we see Geno Smith in at quarterback.
1: What <laughs> <laughs> happened?
0: All right, let's move on to the tight end position. By the way, what's your thoughts on Terrell Prime if, like given that he put in passing yards and things. Do you think we'll see anything more of that in in the next week or do you just think that was a one-off? Do you think we'll see any in at quarterback? Man, that would be fun. That would be fun.
1: Um, Yeah, no. Sneaky play there.
0: He's the same price as Jamison Crowder. so Yeah, and going up against the Washington defense, that's not that great. Terrell Pryor in the lineup now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's look at tight end and this is where it gets a little bit tough. Rob Gronkowski's back on the field and we always say... If Rob is playing always next week. Yeah, always put him in your lineup but you're waiting till next week.
1: I'm waiting till next week until wait is it next week?
0: Yep. Yep. is that when? Uh is, I think they have the no that's yeah, no, no, week 5. Yeah?
1: Yep. Yeah, Mr Mr Tom Brady is back next week so I think hold out on Possibly.
0: one Possibly. He may be traded to the 49ers oh, as the Patriots realize they don't need him anymore. Hold one hold out one more week and Gronk
1: will be Unleash money. the
0: Polar Bear. Yeah,
1: that's it.
0: Uh, obviously, he's going to play, but was used more as a decoy last week, which uh, really
1: hurt. That frustrated me on my fantasy team, because he got me a big, fat old zero. Yeah. Still one, but... Not fun. Fat old zero.
0: Looking at the price, I uh, if you're going with Kirk Cousins, we talked about stacking earlier. So, you know, you, you stacked Kelvin Benjamin and... and uh, sorry, Travis Benjamin and Phillip Rivers together. I think Kirk Cousins and Jordan Reed could be a, a really good matchup this week, uh, given their... They're playing Cleveland. Oh, so uh, Jordan Reed at 7400 His price hasn't moved much at all because he, the first two weeks he didn't score very well. But hey, you like Jimmy Graham? Pardon?
1: Hey, you like Jimmy Graham? Yeah, he's
0: sort of just come out of nowhere, uh, and he's adequately priced at $6,200. Going up against the Jets who just... Had a big game. He had 100 yards, six receptions, and a, and a touchdown last week. You like Jimmy Graham this week?
1: I like. He, he'll be marking, uh my... Contrarian.
0: Who's your Who's your start then?
1: My start will be Gary Barnage. I think that I was actually worried last week that he was going to have a rough old, rough old game, especially with the you know the whole quarterback rotation thing.
0: K- but Ke- uh, Cody Kessler, yeah. and Terrell Pryor, but they, they they like him. They like him a lot. So uh, he's just a safe guy on third down. He is, and when you look at the rest of the Browns' receiving call. he is. You know, he's the Josh McCown of tight ends. <laughs> Quite fitting that Josh McCown is a uh, a big fan of his. Uh yeah, so Jordan Reed was was my start. Jimmy Graham, your contrarian play. Yes. Anything more on on him? He is good. He just looks healthy. No, he does. He's and hashtag. He, good. But he looks aggressive again. It looks like he wants to play. It mm. cut, like last. It just seemed like everything clicked last week. He looked like Jimmy Graham again, which is which and was they didn't great. didn't rush him back,
1: which was great.
0: It was it was good to see my contrarian play this week is Kobe Flina, who finally put things together last week. After a really slow start to the season, he had seven receptions, 109 receiving yards and a touchdown. Plays a San Diego offense that gave up, you know, a little bit to Dwayne Allen and Jack Doyle last week. Allen with uh, 35 yards and, and Jack Doyle, uh, he ended up going for 65 yards. So they gave up 100 yards to the tight end position. No no touchdowns, unfortunately, but they, they're quite fluky. But down in the end zone, Kobe Fleener was... was Breeze's you know, first or second look, him and Michael Thomas were uh, were getting a lot of Drew Breeze's attention in the red zone. How do you like Hunter Henry as a contrarian? All the if, way if, down at 4-5? Yeah, if Antonio Gates is out, um, he, he looked good until he had that fumble. I, I tweeted that like Hunt Henry looks ready for the NFL and, and five, looked quite good in limited plays, and then he had that fumble right at the end.
1: Five receptions, 76 yards, but then the fumble minuses you some.
0: Yeah, that hurt. But yeah, 4,500 if Gates is out again. Obviously, you'll hear more about Gates later on in the week. He could be a really good play for you. And I just want to give a shout-out to Kyle Rudolph, who's relevant again now with Sam Bradford, um, playing quarterback for, for the Vikings. He's had a couple of good weeks back-to-back, and against the Giants, uh, you know, he could be a guy, their linebacking core isn't the best, and that could be where uh, Sam Bradford can exploit this Giants team up the middle of the seam, and he could be a guy that uh, you could play as a, uh alternate option to someone tough if you have uh, any options there. Mm-hmm. All right, let's move on to the kicker. Very fluky, but I always just try and find someone at 4,500. It is tough to find a reliable kicker. You look down, Roberto is still there, but just having a horrible time. Cody Parkey missed a lot last week. So at 4-5, it, it is tough to find, but I think Nick Novak will be my uh, option this week. Houston at Tennessee. Tennessee's defense can be a little bit stingy at times and, and hopefully hold uh, Rock uh to a few field goals. So Nick Novak is in my lineup. Yeah,
1: good pick. It's a good pick. That was it gonna be yours. It's it? a good pick, Josh. Um all right, at the same price though, because I don't think you should be spending more than that on your kicker.
0: Unless you have money left over. Yeah, okay.
1: But uh Greg the Leg. Greg Zerline. Greg Zerline. If they run the ball Legatron. If they run the ball like we hope Gurley might. Yep. And Arians doesn't adjust like he hasn't, they might get in, you know, the red zone enough. Yep. To make Greg the Leg relevant.
0: Hmm. All right, let's move on to defense. Unfortunately, this is the last week you can get Minnesota at a nice cheap price. They're now at 6,300. If you were looking at overall fantasy players in season-long fantasy, Minnesota Vikings defense would be ranked 11th through three weeks of the season overall um, in front of players you've taken very early on in rounds, and they've played exceptionally well. Kansas City off a huge performance last week with 35 fantasy points. They're at 6,100, but against Pittsburgh, you're avoiding moving down it's it's tough to find a defensive matchup that i like this week given all of the matchups at a cheap um price it's
1: hard like obviously you know which um games there are some possibilities like denver against tampa you know there could be picks there there could uh, denver
0: defense is elite so yep You've got that, but for cheap-wise? It is is tough because the players are a lot more expensive, so you've got to be really stingy with your special teams here, a kicker and defense. So for me, I'm looking at that 4,800 to 4,500 range, and when you're looking around there, it is tough to really find something. I I don't mind the Giants, given that the Vikings offense can't really put up too many points, and I can see that that front seven getting some sacks against that horrible offensive line, so I don't mind them at 4,500. Point uh, price.
1: How do you think the Cowboys I mean, sorry, the Cowboys, the Lions
0: will go against the Bears? The, the, it's funny the Bears still put up quite a bit of points. A lot of it was in garbage time, but the Bear, the, the Lions are missing a lot of players. Like Ziggy Answers out, they're bringing in Beyond Werner for workouts and, and whatnot and uh, DeAndre Levy's out as well so that's tough, but against Brian Hoyer to be honest, it's I honest,
1: I reckon you take a risk and you go you go one of those bottom teams those really, really bottom a, teams. Key okay,
0: with the defense again, you look at the total game score and finally as. Uh, a low-scoring game, a scrappy affair, and take one of the teams in there that you can afford.
1: Redskins against Cleveland. Cleveland, despite playing well last week and Cleveland not having the best defense, that's a game that you can easily see turnovers in. Yep. So, and Kessler, I mean, I know it was his first game, but it still didn't look great.
0: If you're a firm believer in Blake Bortles throwing a lot of interceptions, the Colts defense is only at 4,100. I never thought I'd ever say start the Colts defense, but Blake Bortles is just a, a turnover machine right now, and you can get some points from that, so... That that could be something for you as well. Loving it. All right, that's it. That's the episode. Good luck. A uh, bit of a scrappy week, week four. It's uh, a lot of matchups, very confusing, very huff, uh, tough to, to scope out, and uh, the price rises make it very, very tough. So um, it's kind of like week one all over again with all these price rises. So next week and the week after when you'll start to notice trends and, and start to get a good feel of who's, what players truly represent good value. And we'll be right back here next week to do it all again. Perfect. And that's, that's it. So please check out moneyball.com.au. As I said at the top of the show, there's a whole range of tournaments, GPPs, double-ups, dollar entries. If you want to play big, there's a $150 entries. So please give them a, a go ahead at www.moneyball.com.au, all sports and you can follow us on Twitter at and Y you can follow me on Twitter at JYNFL myself at Wooten etc and listen to the show on iTunes Stitcher Wooshka and Radio Hub peace out